the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know, I got my sidekick, my co-host here. How you doing, Michelle? I'm good, James. How are you? And my great producer, how are you doing, Noah? Hey, 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 JC. I'm doing well. It is your But But you know what day day it is? You you, you know what day it is? Hump day! Hump day! I know you look forward to that all week. Man, I, I could. Man, I've been working on that all week, man. You know, it is hump day. And, uh, <laughs> hump day? You know, man, we got a, a a very, very important show today. I'll tell you what, I did not know the mission of the show. Briefly, right before showtime, looked it over, and I have to tell you, I am tremendously excited to talk to these individuals today. Man, I tell you, uh, we got some great guests on the show today and and you know uh we got uh the 20th anniversary coming up on 9 11 yeah but we also got other heroes that we have to always remember we have to honor and we have to honor everybody that that's doing service to our country i'm talking about the firemen the police the military uh the national guard everything as it relates and just uh civilians you know, that uh, are contributing to all of the great efforts. Uh, you know, what's funny, James, real quick, it, it, it's hard to believe and fathom if you just close your eyes that it's been that long since September 11th back in 2001. It's been a, been a while, man. And um, one, one thing that I always liked to, and I was uh, letting Judy know, and I'm, I'm so happy to have Judy, Judy on and, and, and these two great guests, is that uh, I was a working in the Pentagon the day that all of these things happened. Oh, wow. And uh, one of the things is that uh, I was still in the military, uh, but I was on what we call terminal leave, uh, working at the Pentagon in the same offices that that uh, uh, when I was in the military. But as a civilian and still in the military, my boss told me that I needed to stay at the local office that day and not go to the office. And so uh, I tell you, if I would have been in the office, my office that day, that I don't know what would have happened, but we lost a lot of a lot of friends. And and we have to remember all that uh, the ultimate sacrifice and they was supporting and fighting for our country, fighting for every mission that we had. And uh, we can't forget the efforts and the mission that they did and I, I think michelle michelle was was there in new york at that time how you doing michelle i'm doing good um well actually i used to work at um two world trade 69th floor for a financial services company there and i i left um before all that happened but um yeah um, just to know just 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 as a like a human being just seeing all that but also um working at that building and just witnessing on TV, just this everything about, you know, that and DC, it, it, it was, it was horrific. And, um, I still can't believe it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. And, uh, a lot of times, uh, I'm, I'm memory tend to be short over time because, uh, things are always happening and they're always changed. But without those brave folks, 
and making sure that uh, they was able to get and to uh, do everything that they could to protect our country. Uh, and I'm talking about the, the two Empire State buildings and, and everything else that uh, the service do is amazing. And we can never forget honoring our USA heroes. Again, that's the title of the show. We can never forget honoring our U.S. heroes. And we got three fantastic guests here today to talk about these things and let us know what uh, uh, is coming up and how they are celebrating, you know, the sacrifices and the certain things that we're doing to make sure that uh, those sacrifices will not be forgotten. So who do we have on the show today, Michelle? We have Ed Pressmillo, Jackal Ohm, and Judy Zofakar. Wow. So just like I told you, we, we got all of these things, and we're going to explain these things as we go. But uh, Michelle, can you tell our listening audience, and first of all, listening audience, if you want to be part of the conversation, I hope that you do. You can call in at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Michelle, can you uh, tell our, uh, our listening audience about the purpose of today's show? Yes, the purpose of today's show is to learn how our guests are honoring USA heroes, to learn about the nine eleven never forget exhibit to learn about the background and mission of Tunnel to Towers Foundation, to learn about the Southern California Railroad Museum exhibits, and to get information regarding the Railway Museum Father's Day weekend event. Can you introduce our first guest? Yes. Ed Presnillo. Ed Presnillo, founder of Honoring USA Heroes, son of a U.S. Navy retiree, oldest of five children born in the Philippines. Ed enlisted in the Navy in September of 1973 and was a hospital corpsman on his first tour of duty at the end of the Vietnam era. At the end of his first enlistment in September 1978, he joined the Naval Reserve in Hawaii. In November 1984, Ed was assigned to the Navy's second-class dive school in Coronado, California, and finished up his second phase in Panama City, Florida, graduating first in class as a diving medical technician. In 1989, Ed re-enlisted with the Navy and was assigned to the Naval Ocean System Center in Point Loma, California, and was assigned to the Navy's Marine Mammals Program and was sent to Washington, D.C. to become a veterinary technician to care for the Navy's dolphins, seals, and beluga whales. His second tour ended at the end of Desert Storm and Persian Gulf War. Immediately after his second tour, Ed joined a team of expats in Kuwait to clear the desert and harbor of unexploded ordnance from the war. Upon his return to the States, he started an underwater service doing maintenance on boats in San Diego marinas. After Ed's career with the Navy, Ed went on to work for Cox Communications, where he spent the last 20 years of his working career before retiring in November 2017. He and his service dog, Cole, are members of Kiwanis of Temecula Valley Club. Cole is the club's top fundraiser for Rodney's Children's Hospital event, Miracle Mile of Quarters, and helps the club fill the kettle every year during the club's Salvation Army Bell Ringing Day. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Edward Presnello. Welcome to the show, Ed. Welcome, and first of all, thanks for your service. Thanks for your service. So, uh, welcome to the show. You and I have talked a little bit over the last few days and you know i'm extremely excited about a lot of the things that you're doing and uh and uh i think we need to let the world know some of the things that we're doing especially what we're doing in southern california so ed can you tell us a little bit about your background and where you grew up and you growing up well thank you first of all thank you very much uh jc for having me here tonight I'm so excited to uh, let the world know what we're doing here in Southern California. Yes, I I grew up, uh, uh, like you say, uh, uh, the oldest of five children. My father was in the Navy for and retired there. He was a uh, he retired as a mess cook, first class in the Navy. If you know what mess cooking is, basically uh, cooking for the for his team, for the ship, and. Uh, and having grown a military background, I kind of grew up very strictly, you know, very strict uh, background, making sure that uh, being the oldest, I was taking care of my my younger siblings. I, yeah. 
And so I, one thing I did learn was to not be afraid of something and try it out. If you like it, keep on doing it. You know, if it hurts, <laughs> uh, don't do it. <laughs> That's how I grew up. Yeah. Hey, can you uh, uh, tell us why you decided to join the military? You know, I, I spent one year in college at JC College, and uh, uh, I decided to do more things than going to school locally. So I decided you know, the best way for me was to get out of out of the area and join the Navy. So, oh yeah, you know. So uh, wow. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do know that, the, and you and I talked uh, that uh, I spent 23 years in the Navy, and uh, and uh, a lot of times we all join for different reasons. And uh, some of the things that you did during your short period of time in the Navy uh, is still everlasting today. But we got to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to continue our conversation. With Ed Presanello. It's your life from James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contributions. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life, James Cooley. And you know, I tell you, um, being a military veteran uh, for 23 years and the world's greatest Navy, and to have uh, these great people of service on the show tonight and uh, and remembering uh, falling and and everybody's not falling. But just remember, remembering uh, and honoring uh, USA heroes that we can never forget, regardless of the situation. It just bring so much joy to me. And uh, we got three great guests that's here to share and talk about some of the things that we're going to do to make sure that we remember their legacy. And speaking of legacy, Noah, you already know we got the legacy contest coming up. Uh, and actually yesterday was the last day and we got at least three uh, contestants that uh, are going to be competing uh, for this. And uh, Yeah, I'm excited to hear about some of these and see which ones make it to the finals. I mean, these are going to be, you know, life stories that are real and it had an impact. Had an impact and they had to tell their story in 300 words or less. And how do you want to be remembered in life? How do you want your descendants to know uh, uh, what you did and what you stood for? And hundreds and hundreds of years later, I think that is so inspiring. So. Uh, we're going to announce uh, the 28th, the, the three finalists, and uh, on the 4th of June, 
they will have an opportunity if they want to to be a guest on the James Cooley show. So, so excited. Thank you so much, my friend, for uh, bringing that to my attention that we needed to oh, do. Rob's that. is a tremendous individual, and I knew, you know, you and I usually share guest ideas back and forth, and I knew that that, that would definitely be a great fit for your audience to be able to just really latch on to that important thing that is everybody's, you know, life and legacy that should be passed down. And that's why this show is so important today, because uh, we are uh, never forgetting and we're honoring our U.S. heroes. And uh, but with that, uh, Ed, got to come back to you, my friend. When did you come up with the idea of honoring U.S. heroes? You know, J.C., it was uh, September 19th, 2010. I was uh, taking my Black Lives Coal surfing that day. And uh, I was listening to a radio station, uh, and they had a senior fire chief from New York City on. He was talking about 9-11 and how many people were dying from cancer related from 9-11. He was also dying from cancer. But what really hurt him the most of 9-11 was that the generation, that even the children of our heroes, are forgetting about our, our uh the heroes, their dads, their grandfathers that died on 9-11. And that's uh, when I came up with that idea on that. And what gave you the idea of music and picture and keeping the memory alive? It was something that I've been working on for the last four years. I came up with a company that uh, I came across, and they had all these pictures uh, on the wall, and I walked in and I was looking at this American flag with an eagle on there, and uh, I'm I'm listening to God Bless the USA being played. But as I walked in, I go, Oh, there's where's the speakers? I couldn't find it, so I walked up to the flag because I love it. And the owner comes up and says, What do you think? I go, Well, I hear the music, but don't hear the speakers. So he tells me. It's in front of you. And I'm going, you're kidding. The eagle is playing it. So I touched my, reached down, touched it, and I felt the vibration on this picture. And that's when I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And uh, ever since then, I decided to sell this product. And one of the things I talked about was honoring our loved ones that just passed. Keep their memories alive when you're moving on with life, partying with your friends. Play this music from there. Let them hear the music of your mom, your dad, whoever it was, and uh, let them know that that this picture is playing their music, and that draws the attention to them. And one of the things I know about is that I ask everyone, can you tell me when the last time you heard on the radio while you're driving that you smiled because that music brought back an emotional time in your life? It brought you back into a moment in time. And when you, at that moment in time, it was a great time for you, and you heard a music playing on, or it was a sad time. And when that music comes on again, you'll, you'll bring you back to that moment each time. And that's what's uh, putting the two pictures, the picture and emotions together with music. Ed, what was your first memorial picture and the story behind it? That one was, uh, the first one I did was uh, my dance instructor, uh, Lowell Gosser. He was a UDT SEAL for human. Okay. I had no idea. He was my dance coach. And I had, you know, for a year and a half, I uh, took lessons from him. We, you know, and, and he... He had some great moves on the dance floor. And a, uh, about a year and a half later, someone asked me, who's your dance coach? I said, Lo Gossier. And he goes, did you know he was a SEAL team member? No way. I mean, you didn't expect a SEAL team member teaching dancing, uh, cha-cha, uh, tango, hustle, West Coast swing, you know. And uh, I had, hadn't seen him for a while. And uh, I heard back in 19, August of uh, 2019, he had passed. I felt so bad, and I wanted to honor him, so I, I created a memorial picture for him. 
And uh, I gave that to his, his wife on Memorial Day at uh, the National Cemetery in Miramar. And uh, while we had the picture of him on the background with his urn and the American flag back there, and when the uh, sermon was over, I played God Bless the USA. And everybody was looking at that. Where's that sound coming from? And word quickly went on, and they said, it's coming from the picture. And uh, later on that day, we, we, we played the songs of his dancing, and uh, that brought memories back to some of the people that, that remember all. Hey, Edward, producer Noah here in the booth. First of all, thank you for your service. I greatly appreciate it. And second of all, if someone wants a memorial picture, I think these things are so important. We should honestly try and remember as many people as possible that gave their lives for this country, whether it's for a friend or a family member who died in the line of duty on and after 9-11. How can they get one? They can go to my website, honoringusaheroes.org, and uh, they can go on to make a donation. Uh, click on the donation button, and uh, you can start, you can uh, donate as little as $25. And once we have uh, uh, an amount about $400, 400 to $500, we'll start making that picture. Notify, reach out to notify the family, reach out to the people that made the donations to so help me find the people, find the family, and uh, we will go ahead and uh, get that made for them and to, uh, so that they can present it. We can make a presentation to uh, a service organization like Kiwanis, the Rotary Club, VFW, um, uh, you know, and anyone that we reach out to, if they are willing to, uh, do this for us because we, I'm out here in California and our heroes are all over the United States. And we'd love to get involved and ask uh, for these organizations to represent us and make this presentation to them, to the family. And so, and so that's how we can do that for them. That's wow. incredible. That is incredible. I mean, that that's incredible. But you, you, you know what, Ed, we're going to pull away from you right now because I want to bring the next guest on. We're going to come back Ed. You you ain't out the okay. picture yet. <laughs> We're going to bring you back later. But uh, Michelle, can you uh, introduce our next guest, please? Yes. Jack Ohm, and I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correct, is a retired battalion commander from the New York City Fire Department where he worked for 32 years. Jack was an off-duty battalion chief on 9-11 and responded to the site that morning from home where he supervised rescue and recovery for many months. Jack's battalion lost three out of nine units. Twenty of his men were lost that dreadful day. Jack was forced to retire from the New York City Fire Department due to a line-of-duty injury in September of 2012. Jack was always a volunteer with the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation since its inception, and after retiring, became much more involved. He ran the foundation's Hurricane Sandy mode remediation and reconstruction programs for the foundation. Jack is also an ambassador for the foundation's numerous homecomings, runs and climbs, and golf outing all across the country. Jack is also a board member of the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation and also sits on two other not-for-profit boards. Jack is married to his wife, Kathy, and has four adult children, three grandchildren, and one on the way. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Jack Ohm. Jack, welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good, James. Thank you for your service, and Michelle, thank you for that nice introduction. Hey, Jack, I know it's probably past your bedtime. <laughs> you don't get that East Coast time, but we are so thankful to have you on the show. And uh, I, I thanks, and you and Ed are both heroes in my book and probably the world book. Uh, so, uh, Jack, can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and your background? Well, I grew up in uh, my hometown of Staten Island, been here almost 62 years and uh, moved up, moved away for a couple of years, but then moved back and uh, this is where my family was and, and still is. So this is home to me, a little piece of uh, New York City, but it's a little residential. So it's a little, to me, it's a little quieter, a little slower than New York City itself. And uh, 
So we live here, and uh, and I just had my fourth grandchild, my uh, uh, son in California, Elisa Viejo, just had a baby girl, so uh, that brings it to four, and I'm going to have a few more, because I got two more kids to get married, so... Man, that is uh, such a blessing. I mean, grandkids is a blessing from God. I mean, all our kids are a blessing for God. So congratulations, my friend. But I wanted you to get that in. But we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back. We're going to continue our conversation with Jack. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, in case that you missed the opening and you don't know what the topic is, is never forget honoring U.S. heroes and I tell you, we got heroes here tonight. Heroes and a shero. I mean, I, I had to just lay it out like that, you know. So, uh, uh, I, I, Noah, you and I, we always talk about uh, nonprofits. We always talked about the gift of giving, and uh, we always talking about making sure that we remember, you know, everybody that ever served in whatever capacity that. Uh, they did. And uh, as you see, we got some great people here tonight. It's all about the acts of service. And we all serve in different ways and tremendous individuals tonight that really have given their their life's work, their life's blood towards this nation. And it's interesting to find out each of their stories. And, you know, I just want to thank them all again right now for taking the time to share those stories because those are so important. They should never be forgotten. And, you know, one of the things that uh, uh uh, our listening audience do not know, and we're talking to Jack Ohms. And uh, one of the things that uh, that that he did, and uh, and he also is on the uh, board of Stephen Silas Tonga uh, Towers. And just in case you don't know about Stephen Silas, I, I'm gonna let Judy tell that story when we get to it a little bit. But uh, this guy was a major hero, and and he has people that. Uh, are making sure that they don't forget about his legacy. And we talking to one of them and Jack tonight. So, uh, Jack, thanks so much. But listen, audience, if you want to be part of the conversation, please call 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Jack, what made you decide to join the fire department? That's an easy question, James. My whole <laughs> life, uh, since I was probably... Uh, five years old. Uh, we looked. I always looked up to firemen. Uh, we had visits uh, from the local firehouse to our schools. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a job where uh, it was exciting. Number one, and you were doing something good for people, and, and that's part of my DNA. Uh, I was a track runner in uh, Monsignor Farrell High School, and my the uh, part-time track coach was a New York City firefighter. Uh, unfortunately, he wound up dying at a fire a couple of years after I graduated high school. And uh, I just saw the brotherhood uh, when I went to his funeral. I saw the brotherhood of the fire department attending his funeral. And uh, you know, I was in college by that time, and I took the test, and I said, this, this is the job I want. And uh, 
I'm so happy. It was the best job of my life. It's, I think it's the best job in the world when you can go and make a difference in somebody's life. Amen to that, Jack. And Noah here behind the booth, producer. Uh, how did you get involved first with Tunnel to Towers? And then give our listeners also a little bit of background, background Excuse me for Tower to Tunnels Foundation and its mission. Sure. Uh, so, uh, as Jan said, I lost uh, 20 of my men that morning on 9-11. Uh, three out of my nine units never came back home. So, uh, you know, I always, you know, wanted to remember those guys and what they did and what they sacrificed to 343 other New York City firemen that died. And it was simple. The Silla Foundation, the Silla family, I should say, started this great foundation to honor Stephen, their, their brother, who sacrificed his life that day. So we would always remember those 2,977 Americans that were murdered that morning. So they started a run uh, to retrace Stephen's footsteps right through the Battery Tunnel and up to the towers. And that's how we got our name called the Stephen Silla Tunnel to Towers Foundation. And the uh, first year, 1,500 runners ran it. I ran because I was a runner, and I want to honor my, my brothers that died. And it just grew from there every year. I, I participated a little bit more. I started volunteering with the foundation. Uh, and when I re, uh, retired, I became uh, almost a full-time volunteer with that uh, foundation. So we've been doing great things for 20 years to honor all those Americans that were killed that morning. Uh, our three main programs, we built smart homes all over this great country for our wounded servicemen and women coming home from the wars with no arms and no legs. We build these smart homes so they can live an independent life. They can go to the bathroom, take a shower, get a glass of water uh, in these smart homes. They control every function with an uh, iPad or right now a smartphone. So they really give our uh, servicemen and women independence from their injuries that they sustain fighting for our freedoms. Our second main program, I just had the uh, pleasure and the honor of giving away five Gold Star homes uh, to five Gold Star families who paid off their mortgages right outside of Fort Bragg last Tuesday in North Carolina. Uh, we made five beautiful families financially independent. So that's our second main program. And our third main program is our fallen first responder program where we go in and we pay off mortgages for police officers, firefighters, and EMS workers that die in a line of duty. And you know that we are under attack, or at least the police departments in our nation are under attack this last year or so. Uh, 120 have been shot so far this year. So our foundation comes in and eases the financial burden these true American heroes, and I'm very proud of those three programs. Yeah, this sounds uh, organization sounds like it does so many great, great things. I'm uh, truly interested to find out more about this. Can you tell us about Stephen and what he did in sacrificing his life? Yeah, well, Stephen, in my opinion, is a real hero. Uh, he was off duty that morning of 9-11. Uh, it was a beautiful Tuesday in New York, uh, not a cloud in the sky, a beautiful September morning. And uh, Stephen worked the night tour of 9-10, so he got, actually got off duty at 11, about 8 o'clock in the morning. And he had a golf date with his three brothers in our hometown of Staten Island, New York. And Stephen was almost on a golf course here in Staten Island, and he heard about the first plane into the North Tower, and he turned his car right around, uh, you know, told his wife, Tell my brothers I'll meet up with them later. Drove to Brooklyn based firehouse. They were already on the scene of the World Trade Center attack, so he got all his gear out of his firehouse, put his gear into his car, and drove his car to the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, which is a tunnel that connects Brooklyn to Manhattan. All the bridges and tunnels were closed that morning for security reasons. So Stephen left his car right on the highway, in the middle of the highway, put 60 pounds of gear on his back, and ran through the Battery Tunnel, which is 1.7 miles long, up West Street, and he joined in the rescue efforts that morning. Unfortunately, Stephen died, saving lives 
Uh, he was only 34 years old, married to a beautiful wife, Sally, and the father of five small kids. That's a hero. That's the definition of a true hero. Yes. Yes. Jack, how did you meet Ed and come to support his mission honoring USA heroes? So uh, I think it was two years ago, Ed, and uh, I was at a homecoming in Memphis, California, for another Gold Star family. And this is one of the joys of my job is that I get to go all over this country and give away homes uh, to American families that deserve them. Heroes, uh, either they die in the line of duty or they die serving our country. And our foundation is paying off these mortgages. Ed was in the audience. He approached me after the homecoming and told me what he did. It was very interesting. And I said, well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people you can be painting these pictures for. And uh, we, we made instant connection there. And, and Ed followed through and talking and Ed actually made a picture of Stephen Silla that he sent to us at our foundation. And over Zoom, uh, he presented it with a, with Judy was there in the audience and a bunch of people from Southern California. Uh, Ed presented it, or I presented it because I was there with Frank Silla and Mary Silla, two of Stephen's uh, siblings. And uh, Ed told the story. And it was a touching moment. Frank Silla was very touched. And as was Mary Silla. So uh, and we like to support anybody that's supporting our veterans. Wow. You know, um, all the, the stuff that you're talking about, the stories, I mean, it just, uh, it moves me. And I'm sure it moves our listening audience. And um, just like I said, that uh, you guys are heroes and the things that you all are doing you know, with uh the nonprofits and and all of the stuff for giving away homes that is so honorable and is so needed and uh, you know I just want to thank all the things that you Ed and Judy is doing but you know what Jack we're gonna push you to the side like I did Ed for a second but I'm gonna bring you back baby can you introduce and I said this is my wife by the way I probably shouldn't have said baby but uh <laughs> can you introduce uh our next guest and my next guest is a very 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 good friend of mine I've been knowing her a long time can you introduce our next guest yes Judy Zelfikar as a marketing strategist and operations leader, Judy thrives as a valued strategic thought partner and business advisor to company leaders. She finds innovative solutions to meet the goals and objectives of both for-profit and non-profit organizations throughout Southern California. Her career of over 20 years in marketing demonstrates an ability to execute short and long-term go-to market strategies in challenging environments for startups and established companies. She specializes in digital, print, radio, social media marketing, marketing strategy, omni-channel campaigns, and marketing enablement through technology. Throughout her career, she has evaluated business environments and unique operational needs to propose, create, and facilitate the development of new systems and processes that streamline marketing operations. She is testing new tactics and is always looking to improve marketing program delivery, efficiency, and performance. Judy is also actively engaged in her community and serves both as the current Rotary Club of Temecula president and board member of Outdoor Adventures by Boojum. Judy has also served on the advisory board of the Temecula Valley Hospital and a board member for Safe Alternatives for Everyone. The James Cooley Show is your life proudly presents Judy Zulfikar. Welcome to the show, Judy. How are you doing? How are you doing today? Good to see you, JC. Good to hear everybody. And I'm so honored to be in this group of people today. You know, this is a, I would say, a Hall of Fame group right here because uh, I would say it's, so. it's all about giving. It's all about uh, honoring. It's all about recognizing. It's all about being a part of something that's bigger than you. you know, so, uh, And I think that uh, everybody that's here today is a part of that. But, you know, I wanted Michelle to make that introduction because we're going to take a station break. But when we get back, we're going to talk to Judy. And we're going to see how we're pulling all these things together because we got the Southern California Red Road Museum and we got this special event that's coming up during Father's Day weekend. And so we're going to talk to Judy about that and bring everybody back into the picture. It's your life. I'm James Coley. 
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we're talking about never forget and honoring our U.S. heroes, and uh, uh, we got three fantastic guests here. Uh, we got Ed, we got Jack, and then we got Judy, and we're talking to Judy right now, and uh, they got this very special event that's going to be coming up during Father's Day weekend, but uh, we're going to get a little background from Judy on what this is. First of all, Judy, what is the Southern California Railroad Museum, and where is it located? Well, the Southern California Railway Museum is an over 100-acre museum, full train and trolley museum. Um, It's over 60 years old, and it's located in Paris, California. And that's uh, not with an A, with an E. So right in Southern California, right in the midst of uh, all the people here in Southern California. And uh, I believe that this is a nonprofit organization, uh, if you can just let our listeners know if that's true. That is correct. It's a nonprofit organization, 501c3, and uh, we are so excited and honored uh, to be able to be hosting this 9-11 Never Forget uh, event. You know, how big and how old is this museum and what type of exhibits does it displays? So the museum is, again, about 100 acres, and they uh, it's over 60 years old, about 61st year, I believe, in this location. It started with a bunch of teenagers in L.A. who wanted to preserve the history of the trains and the trolleys that were being decommissioned at the time. So they lost their, their location um, at a park uh, in L.A. because they were going to be enclosed by freeways. So they came out to the Inland Empire and... Um, started bringing the trains out. They were they were so young that they only had one person that was on their uh, founding fathers that uh, could act was old, old enough to sign the document. So there was only one person that was over the age of 21. Anyway, that was over 60 some odd years ago and they have grown this museum to uh, again 100 acres. There's hundreds and hundreds of uh, trains and trolleys that have been restored to full capacity and run uh, full-size trains and trolleys every weekend for people to enjoy as well as to come out and see the history of um, the trains in our country and um, really just enjoy a day out with family and friends. Uh, Judy, can you tell our listening audience how did uh, the Southern California Railroad Museum uh, get connected with the 9-11 Never Forget Mobile Exhibit? Well, you know, this is a really example, a very good example of how when we all work together towards a great cause, it, it all comes together in its serendipity. So I've known about the Tunnel for Tow- Tunnel to Towers uh, Foundation for many years, and I'm very... T- 
moved by the passion that that organization has. And they had uh, built a couple of homes here in our region and was able to go and be a part of that, which was amazing. Um, Ed uh, has been a friend for our Rotary Club for many years, and he came and visited and then was kind enough to invite me to that Zoom presentation to the Stiller family. And when... um, when Jack mentioned the, about the 9-11 exhibit and, hey, you know, sometime we ought to come out and bring that 9-11 exhibit to Southern California, my mind just went ding, 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 I have a place for that. So uh, we put the idea together and it came together pretty quickly. And I will have to say that the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been amazing in working with us and, you know, let's get this done and coming out, finding a day that works best. Uh, Ed has been working really hard on bringing all of his team and volunteers together. So we're really just honored to be able to host the 9-11 Never Forget mobile exhibit at the Southern California Railway Museum. We've got the perfect place for it. Um, and I think that, that the community will be very happy to have this exhibit for the first time in Southern California. I think the closest it has been, and Jack, you can uh, correct me there, is I think Bakersfield. So this is the first time in Southern California. Judy, well, can you tell us about the Railway Museum Father's Day weekend event? And what are some of the things the public will see and be able to do on Saturday and Sunday, the 19th and 20th? So um, Jack can probably talk a little bit more about the exhibit itself. But what we are doing is we're hosting that exhibit. So they're going to pull in on uh, Thursday or Friday and set up this uh, semi-truck size exhibit. And we are going to invite guests to come out and enjoy, not just enjoy the train museum, but also enjoy the exhibit. So from the, the, the train museum side, you'll be able to ride trains and trolleys like you always would. But, Jack, you might want to talk about exactly what they're going to experience when they come into the exhibit. Sure, Jack. Thanks. Uh, so the, the exhibit, the mobile exhibit, is a tractor trailer. And then what sets up, the sides expand out. So it's about a 1,000 square feet of, uh, uh, you know, uh, stuff from 9-11. So we have uh, we tell the story of what happened to us on 9/11. We have items that the firemen and, and police officers wore and used tools. We have pictures and exhibits of uh, many things that happened to us. All three uh, memorials: the 9/11 memorial in New York, the Pentagon's memorial, and the Shanksville memorial. Uh, and we have real world trade center steel on this museum. Uh, so it's great for you know, school-age kids all the way up to adults. And uh, like James, you were saying, and Michelle, I think you were saying it too before, it's so important that we never forget what happened to us because what happens when we don't know our history, we repeat our same mistakes. So I always tell people coming through the museum when I'm, uh, when I'm doing the tours is that, you know, what happened to us in 1993? Everybody looks and says, oh, nothing happened in 1993. Well, that was the first World Trade Center bombing, right? And what did the country do after the World Trade Center, the first one bombing? We did really nothing. Eight years later, we came back and got our towers, right? And killed 3,000 Americans. So there's a perfect example of knowing our history, but not knowing it good enough because we let it happen to us again. And, and so, you're absolutely so right about that. We have to, and that's where uh, we have to understand the legacy. We have to understand our history. We have to make sure that we never forget, and that's what the title of the show, Never Forget Honoring uh, USA Heroes, and uh, you guys are doing a great job. Ed, I want to bring you back on for a second or so, and uh, are you the organization Iron USA Heroes, and you got fundraisers and you got certain things going on. How can our, our listening audience uh, know a little bit more about that and how can they help? Thank you. Uh, they can go to honoringusaheroes.org, the website, and they can, like I said, they can make a donation as little as $25. But if they want to become a sponsor of a hero for 9 11, that means we will create a memorial picture that we're going to give to the families. And on that picture, we'll, we'll be able to, or the children of the heroes will be able to tell a story when people are asking about that. 
And uh, that's a sponsorship and adoption. Adopting means that they're taking a picture of their hero in and bringing it into their home, but also providing the family with a memorial picture of them. And uh, on our website, I think it's like uh, uh, if they want to make a, a sponsorship, it's 500 and then it's 900 for an adoption. And that all that money goes to making sure that we have uh, the picture created, framed, and uh, the shipping costs all involved in that. And we have people as a street, uh, a cul-de-sac in Marietta are contributing uh, $50 a piece to create a memorial picture so that they their name will be on there. And whoever gets this picture will know that a street in Marietta, California, is remembering their loved ones on that. Wow. You know, we're down to the last uh, minute and a half. And uh, uh, is anything that uh, uh, you guys are uh, most important that want to leave our listening audience with? Let's start with you first, Judy. Yeah, I just would love everyone to go to um, SoCalRailway.org and look up the 9-11 Never Forget event. There's a lot of information on there. There's some great information about Tunnels and Towers, Honoring USA Heroes. And remember that for this event, all uh, active military veterans as well as police, fire, and first responders are free for the entire weekend. So we really want those families to be honored as well and inviting everyone out as well as the community. It, it, we need for everybody to go out and support this great cause, this organization, and and just show your support. It show that uh, that uh, that you don't and you haven't forgotten about uh, some of our fallen heroes, and that uh, the USA is full of heroes, and we have to make sure that we remember the legacy. We can continue to honor them and we continue to support. So uh, we're down to the last few seconds, but I want to thank our guests, Ed, Judy, Jack. Thank you so much. We got to have you guys back on again. This is so intriguing. I always have to thank my great uh, co-host, uh, Michelle Cooley, and my great producer, Noah Dingley. But most importantly, i like to thank our listening audience for taking the time every night to tune in to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Remember, we are always looking for a sponsor so we can continue to bring great messages like what we just did tonight. So, uh, tell you, go out and support this great cause and listen tomorrow. we got another great show coming your way. It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.